This is Jace of jacebarron.com. I also have Char of Char Says So. Um, and this is Kiss and Tell Radio. Um, so basically, Kiss and Tell, if you've not been to an event, if you're across the country, in Dubai, wherever you may be, um, Kiss and Tell is a movement of uniting the LGBT community by tackling issues through arts, media, and events. Um, I thought of doing a podcast, and I have asked my friend Char. Um, to go ahead and join me. So it will be a bi-weekly podcast for you guys out in the world so you can listen in. Um, basically, we're just going to be having conversation, um, stuff that you've maybe seen in the media, um, stuff that you're thinking but you don't want to say. So we'll just say it for you. <laughs> um, so, Shara, uh, how are you? I'm great, Jace. How are you? I'm, I'm good. My stomach is a little bubbling. I had a Hollywood hot dog because last the night. Shara mm-hmm. was with me. Um, we ran into um, Rosa last night outside of um, this amazing um, party in Hollywood. That was, it was cute. And explain, do you, do you care explaining what a, a Hollywood hot dog is? Because they're very different from New York or Chicago hot dogs. Yeah, so Hollywood hot dog basically is a bacon-wrapped hot dog um, that is fried on a cart in the middle of the street. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is garnished with um, grilled onions, peppers, and God knows what. Topped off, and they say, "Do you want? You want everything? You want everything?" Yes, I saw that they had avocado, but they didn't offer us any. Yeah, is that extra? It's probably because I told her I was paying three dollars, not five. Gotcha. So that may be the root of because we got know, a tiny hot. We didn't get one of the big hot. Dogs. Yeah, she was a little stingy, but I told her like I've never paid more than four dollars for a hot dog, and I was gonna pay three, and I was very adamant about that. So okay. well, thank you for the experience. It was my first time mm-hmm. having an hot bite. dog. I had one <laughs> bite because I'm not a fan of ketchup. Or mayonnaise. You well, if you follow me or watch my channel, you know Char says so. Then mm-hmm. you know that I'm a mustard and hot sauce girl all mm-hmm. day. What kind of so, hot sauce though? I love Frank's Red Hot. I love Texas Pete. I love Frank's mm-hmm. Red Hot because it's a cayenne pepper sauce. Mm-hmm. And after I had um, Frank's Red Hot, then Louisiana started tasting salty to me, like pure salt. So because really? it's a kind, ki- yeah, it's I just something like with my taste buds. So, but yeah, that was my first time. So thank you for that experience. But I'm not really a fan of the ketchup, mustard, and mayonnaise. Because you know, in Chicago, mm -hmm. we're just mustard. Mm -hmm. That's it. Like only like yellow mustard, not like yellow Dijon mustard. No and, like, horseradish. We got peppers, yeah, like celery, salt, mustard. pickles, tomato, onion. Mm-hmm. There's really nothing like a Chicago dog. But thank you, like I said, thank you for that experience. Yeah, I'm, I think you're welcome. I think because my experience <laughs> was not as pleasurable with the whole entire rest of the hot dog. But anyway, so we're just gonna dive right into this. Um, so the other day, I had went to lunch with my friend after doing Running Canyon, some typical LA shit. And we had went to um, Hoy's Walk on La Brea and Sunset. If you've not been there, it's the best Chinese food you will ever have in your life. Mm. Um, and we were just kind of having a conversation. He brought up monogamy and, you know, saying that are we brainwashed, not necessarily brainwashed, but trained to believe that monogamy is the correct route to go, um, you know, from our parents. And, you know, if is that kind of the route that people are going because you know like people back in the 50s were you know 
doesn't seem the same bed as a couple mm-hmm. and they were married and there was just this route that you took and that's just what you did you went to school you went to college mm-hmm. the women stayed at home the man went to work blah 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 um and as we go older grow older in the generations stuff like that where society is opening up to more open ideas of what a traditional relationship is we have the, the, the normal on tv um modern family like nothing's really traditional so monogamy I mean, personally for me, I'm not sharing. Like, I did a vlog before about bracing relationships, and I'm not the person to share who I'm with. Like, no, I'm sorry, but like, there's no if, ands, what's, or maybes. Like, this is a me and you situation. This is a coop. We are mm-hmm. flying on PCH, Absolutely. and there will be no one in the trunk hiding out. Like, Absolutely. all that. I don't, um, going back to, like, your initial question, I mm-hmm. do think that monogamy is, uh, I think it's natural, mm-hmm. but I think society has a very, very big influence on that as mm-hmm. well as far as those decisions. For me, I totally agree with you. I'm not sharing. I'm too territorial for that. Like, someone will mess around and get cut dealing with me. What's mine is mine. Mm-hmm. But I do see this ongoing trend. I think that we were talking about this earlier about how typically especially like in our generation of being like millennials and things like that, a lot of people break up because people can't remain faithful. Right. It's not really like financial things. I mean, those play a factor, but people just cannot remain faithful. And for me, that is a that comes with maturity and willpower mm-hmm. because just because you're in a relationship doesn't mean you're dead. Of course, you're going to look. Mm-hmm. But it takes maturity and willpower to not act on what you... You know what I'm saying? Right. What you see. So... I don't, I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's like half and half. I feel like it's it's natural, but I also feel like a lot of society tells us mm-hmm. this is what, you know, you're supposed to do. Right. But I mean, like, we look at people, like, in the media, like, Amberism with Khalifa, like, it is clear that they love each other. Mm-hmm. And even after the breakup, like, they're even, like, kind of being petty, like, on social media. Like it's Amber like, was. Amber was. Yeah, she That's was. That's what I'm saying. But you said they. But I didn't Wiz, really see Wiz acting Wiz, up. Wiz, well, he was doing some wild-ass photo shoot with some, like, Playboy bunny uh, he situation. He did. He did. I'm, I just was thinking about the more, more recent actions of, like, Amber not bringing the baby little... What's their son's Baby name? Bash, Sebastian. Baby Bash to the birthday party and all that yeah. messiness. And, I, but he was messy. Remember with the dog poop? He had said that Amber, what, doesn't, what? Amber doesn't clean up the dog poop and the, the baby is all around the dog poop and, and like... You don't remember this? No. I think fuck? I covered it on Char Says So. He, I missed that episode. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah there, so there, you're right. They both were messy, but Amber was a little bit messier than Wiz. Okay. But I mean, like, my point is, like, if monogamy wasn't part of their relationship, would they still be together? Because it's obviously that they care about each other and they love each mm-hmm. other. And the reason why they broke up is like, oh, well, he wasn't faithful, blah, 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 blah. But, like, you know, is the 2015 version of a relationship, I don't know. I mean... For them? I think it's very, it's very, um, situational. It is, and you're absolutely right. I believe that there are different strokes for different folks. Mm -hmm. You know, I try not to police anybody's relationship because I know people personally who do not have monogamy. And we hear rumors all the time about Will and Jada Mm -hmm. and Monique and her husband, Sydney having these open marriages type Mm -hmm. thing. And so I always joke around and I say that when I get married, I think that the key to maybe a, a healthy marriage 
is if we had separate rooms and they've been building houses nowadays, like a lot of these new houses have no, they're, they're like two master bedrooms. So, I mean, I don't know. It's something for mm-hmm. me personally, the idea of, I can be in love with you, but the idea of, I don't know, this may sound so crazy to, to the people listening, but the idea of laying down, going to, like some days I don't want to be bothered. Some days oh, I want to go to my room. What if I want to decorate no. the room that I, what if we don't agree with how to decorate the room? And what if, mm-hmm. like some days I don't want to be bothered. And I feel like having two master bedrooms can make relationships really, really strong too. A lot of the times having a one master bedroom, in my opinion, can contribute to the demise of a relationship. Because people need their space. That's just mm-hmm. that's just a, a human no, people, trait. Yeah, for sure. People need their space. People so. don't want to be on top of each other. Like people, I'm over together in a studio. Like I'd probably burn everything down. Uh, oh, I couldn't. I don't like, think I could live with, a, with a, a man in a studio apartment. No, no, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Mm-mm. no, no. Mm-mm. Don't you do that? Mm-mm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like I said, different strokes for different folks, and. You know, if that's you, like, I, but especially for me, monogamy if, is the way. Yeah, for me, monogamy is the way. I am totally willing and mm-hmm. able and ready to commit to one man, and I know that mm-hmm. I am. But that's the thing. I know that I'm mature enough to handle that. Mm-hmm. Is he mature enough to to commit to one woman? And that is always my little to do when I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, dating because a lot of men they're either. Who, I don't even want to get into it, but there's a lot of chauvinistic I mean, type things, yeah. you know. I I'm, can do what I want, but as the woman, you can't do what you want. And <laughs> Well, it happens. It is Sunday morning and it is church. It happens. I just went on a date with an Armenian man last week, and he was fine. And uh-huh. all I thought the stars had lined up until he started opening his mouth. And I was like, <laughs> I'm going to need this to go. Well, I mean... He was very old school, I'll say that. Mm-hmm, right. Very non-Western very, civilization. Yeah, that's a very old cultured um, demographic. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't, and I don't think maybe it's not maturity either. Like, I think it's just if you have a mutual agreement of that's how you operate, especially in the LGBT community with, like, tops and bottoms and, you know, mm-hmm. why wouldn't two tops love each other? What's stopping them? Well, see, my thing is, you know, I don't know if I can really speak on this because I am not gay and I'm not a male, mm-hmm. but I feel like all of that stuff is so subjective. Remember, we, I feel like all of this stuff is a little, the, I don't know, from my perspective, it's kind of crazy to be hung up on titles, mm-hmm. like top and bottom. Mm-hmm. Growing up, I heard that a lot. So it's like, I kind of expect that a lot from like the teen demographic from like 16, you know, when they're exploring their sexuality. But I don't know. It's so you think you have to be averse to be in a, in a substantial relationship? I'm not saying that, but I am saying that. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that, but I, but I feel like with relationships, there's compromise. You have to have compromise. Yeah. And sometimes you have to compromise in the bedroom. Mm. Would you be willing to compromise in the bedroom or stand your ground and have, you know, bay out in these streets? Because if they're not well, no, no, because trust and believe. Like I've been in situations like I mean, just put it out there. Like I'm versatile. I've definitely have dated people who were you know tops, and I didn't act upon it. But like, I, it's hard. Like if you love somebody, and like for the longest time, like I've um, or I've dealt with people who were just you know. I'm not doing this is the way I am, and I didn't really understand because it's like you know you love somebody, mm-hmm. and you don't understand. I kind of took it personally, 
mm-hmm. like they didn't want to have sex with me and I didn't understand why I think I would have so taken that personally yeah too. like I took it to the heart and it really kind of messed up with my self esteem long story short um yeah I don't know it's like I said whatever floats your boat I'd never judge if you want to have orgies with you and your boo go ahead um mm-hmm. that's your relationship that is your relationship it's just not mine. And, and it will never be mine <laughs> Um, so speaking it's of, up to me. Right. So <laughs> speaking of monogamy, um, so in recent news, um, a transgender woman um, by the name of Mia Isabella um, went on a somewhat rampage um, mm, exposing mm-hmm. text messages, mm, um, mm. videos, or mm, yeah, mm-hmm. just a whole bit about... Um, Tyga, who is a rap artist who is dating um, Kylie Jenner. Who is a minor. Who is a minor, who is 17 Should years old. Should be 18, old. August 10th, I believe. August 10th. We're, we're all coming down. The world is coming down to Miss Kylie's birthday. Yes. Um, but yeah, so he was apparently um, sleeping with this transgender woman, and she had had it. And so she went to the blogs, mm. in particular B. Scott, mm-hmm. um, and just kind of screenshot text messages and just mm-hmm. blasted this boy um he denied everything that happened he, but he did were say his that pictures. the pictures yeah the pictures are his yeah pretty penis um but, but um what's the real story and like i don't really care i mean with this i mean we kind of like touched upon this before um she, I watched a video that she did with, um, talking about Charlie Sheen and the accusations. Because her were, roommate was with Charlie Sheen, allegedly. Allegedly. She had a roommate who was with Charlie mm-hmm. and she was with Tyga, allegedly. Yeah. yeah. Well, she said that they were friends, that they were all friends. Oh, I see. I didn't see the video. I just I saw the reports. video. Yeah. The video said that, um, they were all friends. Which and is She fine. was kind of standing up for Charlie because, you know, he was, she was kind of like, well, like he's open-minded, blah, 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 blah. Um, Which is fine. Yeah. But her recent actions are going to cause people to not be so open minded. But I'm going to let you right. lead in the story. No, 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 no. As you know, I'm very passionate yeah, no, about she, this topic. Yeah. So, I mean, for me per se, I think that she should not have went to anyone. Um, just kept her mouth shut um, and just let it be. And, like, I don't, I've, I've been personally a victim of you know, online, not bashing per se, like blasting, blasting, bashing. I mean, whatever, just exploiting information online that is personal mm-hmm. and between, you know, either two people or a small select few. So like, I just, I feel for Tiger. Um, if he loves transgender women, so be it. I mean, you are rocking back and forth. Just, okay, let it go. My thing is, Let it go. and I said, you know, I said this on, I actually, you know, pre-recorded Char says so yesterday, because mm-hmm. I know that we were doing this. Mm-hmm. Episode 71, go check it out on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But anyhow, my thing with her is, I feel, and I'm, I keep emphasizing that I'm not out to attack her or drag her or whatever the terms that the kids are using nowadays. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, she is helping perpetuate a negative stereotype about trans women, particularly trans women of color. There's all, we're already a marginalized group, mm-hmm. a double marginalized group with being trans and of color. And there's already this stereotype of, you know, trans women out here trying to fool men and expose men and things like this. And I just looked at her actions as, like I said, counterproductive. When you look at all of the work that activists, 
and advocates have put in people like Janet Mock and Laverne Cox and Gina Rossero and you know Angelica Ross and Precious I mean the the list goes on and on and on and there is a constant power struggle with not only acknowledging trans people as people and respecting us in our in in where we stand as far as I am a woman or if you know a trans man identifies as a man mm -hmm. there's something very dehumanizing about when the girls do things like this mm -hmm. and what messes me up is you know I pride myself on being you know a chatty Cathy and an and interviewer and all of this stuff I just cannot understand I don't see where her angle is with this is this to get mm -hmm. more Instagram followers? Is this to try to get a VH1 reality show? Mm -hmm. What is the point? What was the point of outing Tyga? She's petty. But I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. That's the problem. Right. Like, that's I what I'm saying. I think she's just kind of people... angry and she wants attention. And like, nowadays, like, you get your five seconds of fame. Literally then, five. Like, literally five because I'm pretty because, sure no one cares anymore. I, because I brought up, you know, Ava London, who is in Sherman Oaks. You know, that was the woman hey, who was Ava alleging, <laughs> who was alleging the whole Hank Basket thing. She literally got two seconds of fame. And, you know, just to reiterate what I said on, you know, this weekend's episode, the last person that I know to gain notoriety for, for sleeping with high profile or celebrity men was Corinne Steffens, who we affectionately, affectionately know as Superhead. Mm -hmm. And that's that. I don't know if our culture is even interested in something like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like there's always going to be an interest, especially when it comes to trans bodies and who people, trans people are with, mm -hmm. because the attraction is there. Trans women are desired. Hello. You know, don't let the stun no, in the front trust, fool you. Well, Michelle does my show, and she will walk in and be like, hi, and, like, just shut everyone down. Yes. My I love Michelle, like, by the way. Mm -hmm. Shout out to her. Shout out to Michelle. Follow her on Instagram. Yes. At <laughs> M-I-S-S underscore S-H-A-L-A-E. -E. That was like a fucking spelling bee, but I got it. But, um, no, so that's that's just the only thing that I view as problematic. I'm not going to even use the word yeah. respectable because there's plenty of, mm -hmm. you know, trans women and cisgender women in sex work who are quote-unquote respectable. It's just the whole blasting thing that I just do not get, and I can't respect it. Right. It's, it's backpedaling it. And, you know, we're all, she's all on all these hip hop blogs and all of this. It's just, ugh. Yeah. And I think it's like also ugh. on the other hand too, like with this, like if Tyga does love transgender women, what better time to speak up about that? Like, well, you know, Laverne Cox says hmm. to openly love a transgender woman is, um, a revolutionary act. Well, hey, it's in his face and this is platform. And it is only so, because but men men who love transgender uh -huh. women are more stigmatized than transgender women like transgender oh, women sure. get a lot of heat but if you openly stand firm in your convictions and say i love this woman mm -hmm. especially if you are a high profile celebrity or even just in, in tyga's game his claim to fame is hip-hop are you kidding me that would be a revolution. That would, ooh, but, that I would mean, shake the table. That would shake the table. But guess what? He has the platform to do that right now. And this is coming from a PR standpoint. Like, if he loves trans women, this is his time to what shut her down. First of all, it would. It would shut her down. Like, but then also, like, you know what? This is what I like. And there's plenty of people out there that like this as well. But so. it's a double-edged sword because I'm looking at it from the Kardashian-Jenner standpoint. Kylie's father is Caitlyn. Mm -hmm. And she would, you know, technically, quote-unquote, lose her boy. But you know what? It wouldn't surprise me if Kylie knew. Because, you know, people on Twitter dug up that tweet. I don't know if you saw it. It was yeah, from 2013. Yeah, she said, um... she said, a bitch with a dick 
yeah, best of both worlds. Best of worlds. both worlds. Mm-hmm. I saw the retweeted all over the place. So who knows what they, you know, what they were out here in the valley doing? Yeah, but like I'm not I'm, judging, but I'm just saying, you know, out here in the Kylie valley. seems unfazed. The deep valley, I'm talking about Calabasas with some horses, yes. and some dirt, and some mansions. I'm not. Mm-mm. And that's not really the house, you know that, right? Yeah, I know. The one they show, it's on Friday. Who do you think you're talking to? Oh, Grace? sorry. Excuse me, Char, if Char says so. <laughs> that house is on Fryman. If you ever do Fryman Canyon in, what is that, like Studio City? That house is right oh, really? there. Mm-hmm. I'd love to go to it and take a picture. Is it gated? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's gated. Gated, gated as hell. Yeah. Like, because they know the fans will be all up. like. Yeah, but it's not really, I mean, people, well, it's not their house. Right, it's not, they just use that mm-hmm. for the outside shots. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, I was definitely, like, jogging. I was like, oh, Chris. Right. Hey, boo. But My favorite. Mm-hmm. But, so. um, yeah, that's all I have to say about Mia Isabel. More power to her. She released some statement that I saw. I want to encourage everyone to, I said this on my channel, but to check out So Popular. It's an online talk show hosted by one of my mentors and one of my possibility models. Her name is Janet Mock. Go check it out. She said some really, really, really insightful things regarding the Tyga and Mia Isabella quote-unquote scandal. Is that her talk show? It is her talk show. Michael's on that show. Michael Arsenal? Yeah. Yes, I've seen him on. He's on the uh, the smart-ass feminist clique, I think that's what she calls it, like the kick-ass. Like he's Probably. on it. He does some some spots Hey, Michael, there. I'm going to ask you for a retweet later. <laughs> Young Cynic. Me and Michael go way back. <laughs> Young, is that? Yeah, I think that's his Twitter handle. Oh, it is. Young Cynic. Yeah. He's hilarious. Yeah, he's... he's... I'm just reading in Ebony, he interviewed Big Frida, speaking of, you know, gender-bending type things. The Ebony with Tina Knowles on the cover. Tina Knowles Lawson on the cover. Miss Tina. Mama T. I wish she's going to be at church today. You know she goes there, right? Yeah, I know. Um, So, speaking of... We're going to go into this um, whole bakery situation. So, the view is crashing and burning, pretty much. Um, Everyone's quitting, being replaced, yada, yada, yada. So the other day I saw a clip um, about a bakery that basically rejected um, making a cake, a wedding cake for a lesbian couple. Mm -hmm. And that kind of stirred up some heat on the table, Um, in particular with Raven and some other woman. And Candace. Sure. Candace, Candace Cameron, she is the sister of Kirk Cameron and she was on Full House. I -hmm. think she's DJ Tanner. Not sure. Maybe. Which one of the Tanners she was. Child star. But it was Olivia whatever. Olivia Huxtable versus DJ Tanner. Mm-hmm. Versus on the Tanner. And, you know. <laughs> and Raven has, you know, I love her. With um, Dolores Van Cartier as the moderator. Mm-hmm. You know, Sister Act would be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With them dreads. Um, so, yeah. They basically kind of were touching upon, like, what happened and, you know... With this whole movement with the Supreme Court um, allowing um, equality with the marriage. Mm-hmm. Girl, what's she doing? Sorry. On Instagram. It was my video. <laughs> Sorry if you guys heard that. I was moving quick. I apologize. Right, multitasking. First episode. On a Sunday morning. Sorry. Um, no, no, no. Uh, I was trying to apply it. The Supreme Court. Yeah. So, basically with that whole movement. Um, so, I don't know. I... I think I'm happy that Raven stood up because um, I know she, you know, doesn't necessarily believe in labels when it comes to, Ciao. you know, ethnicity, Ciao. LGBT, 
<laughs> or anything child. that she may claim to. I'm gonna just keep saying child. Be, yeah, and I hear you. I'm gonna keep talking. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I was happy that she was able to vocalize and stand up for you know, it's not right. Like bake the damn cake. My thing with Raven is, and this isn't, you know, whatever. And we're talking I feel about like, the issue, not Raven in particular. I know, I know. But I feel like if you're going to be on The View, mm-hmm. then it is okay to disagree, but you need to acknowledge everybody's view. Mm-hmm. And I do that with, you know, with even, mm-hmm. you know, delving into, into my... People tell me stuff all the time that I don't agree with. And I'm sure right. I say things that people don't agree with, but... If you're going to be, you know, because she's a permanent co-host, mm-hmm. and I felt like she was very dismissive of Candace, even yeah, though I didn't like, agree. Mm-hmm. I didn't agree with anything Candace said, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I mean, if you're passionate about something, like, sometimes you get out that, of that your is character, true. and you're, you're right. like, no, like, you're right. we'll shut it down. But However, Candace is just like her brother. They have been described as nut jobs. To, oh. You know, to be, you know, that's the most tasteful way I can say it. Like, extremely right-wing, conservative, mm-hmm. hyper-Christian, kind of, like, borderline Westboro Baptist Church mm-hmm. nut jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, with Raven being, you know, not to place a label on you, girl, in case you're listening, but with her being, hey, boo. you know, what I perceive as a black lesbian, and Candace, you know... Outwardly saying, I, you know what Candace was asked backwards on when she said it wasn't discriminatory to deny yeah, this lesbian. Yeah, no, no, yeah. no, 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 that is discriminatory. And you guys could YouTube the video as well. Like it was a very interesting conversation. I mean, I think they kind of pumped it up more than like because I didn't really see like the heat and like the fire in the eyes. Like I wasn't uh-huh. seeing like lasers coming out or like it wasn't that serious. Yeah. But it was definitely some some teeth were pulled and there were little. Mm-hmm. And it's all over baking a cake. And, you know, people are entitled to their religious freedom. People are entitled to their opinion. Mm -hmm. But it's, you know, I've been seeing bakeries. I've also been seeing, you know, via The Advocate and The Guardian, a lot of bakeries being shut down left and right because they don't want to make, you know, same-sex wedding cakes and things like that. And my thing is, if you're willing to take that hit to the pockets... And take that hit to your business, the more right. power to you. Exactly. you just like the people, just like, uh, you know, the clerks uh, stepping down because they don't want to do, um, perform same-sex marriage or do like the marriage licenses. Mm-hmm. I saw one in Mississippi There's, and things yeah, like that. In Texas if as you well. don't want to do it, then open that job up to someone who will gladly do mm-hmm. it. Like if, if, if it means that much to you, something that literally has nothing to do with you. And the way that I see the bakery is it's, it's a business transaction. You... I don't know. It's just so dumb to me. Like, hold on. I don't want to put my foot in my mouth. It's fine to have your religious standpoint. I'm not taking that away from anyone. Mm-hmm. But business is business. Right. That's what I don't understand. But it's also like. But at the same time, like if I were, if I know, were a like, baker, uh-huh. I wouldn't make. If someone came in and wanted to make a, a child molestation cake, I wouldn't make that. You can take your business elsewhere. Right. So that's another thing that I don't understand. Why is this this big thing? If I want to stand by my beliefs and say I don't feel that I should be making a lesbian wedding cake, why don't the lesbians take their business elsewhere? Why is it this big? Oh, you're gonna make my damn cake. This big type mm-hmm. argument type thing. That's that's one thing that I honestly got. I mean, don't it's understand. definitely discriminatory for sure um i don't know i think i'd be pissed i'd be just like what it's definitely i'm not taking away from the from the discrimination aspect Mm. i'm just saying as far as like i've been places 
where, you know, recently I went to San Diego and mm-hmm. Pierre and I went, we were at the Double Tree Hotel and instead of getting room service, we went down to the um, restaurant. Mm-hmm. And the guy that served us, everybody was eating, everybody was drinking, the TV was on. The guy that served us brought us our food to go. This is after we had already paid for it. And mm-hmm. we said, when did we order any of this to go? Mm-hmm. I looked at that as a microaggression as far as, you know, with us. We yeah, were the only two blacks black, in there. Right. But the thing is, had I had not already paid, I would have taken my business elsewhere. But I still would have complained. But I guess that's different. Did you different. complain? Did you write a Yelp review? I did write... Well, I didn't write a Yelp review, but I talked to his boss. Mm-hmm. But this is a little different because it's not like the guy that served me owned the Double Tree. Oh, I'd be taking so, shit to Twitter. Cause... I mean, yeah, I, I'm going to complain, but my thing is, it's my dollar. Right. I My dollar makes the world go round. As the consumer, my dollar makes the world go round. Mm-hmm. So if you want to be an asshole, then you can be a broke asshole. You can be an asshole on someone else's time, but you're not going to be an asshole on mine. So that's just what I don't understand with... I'm, like I said, I'm not taking away from... Because it's definitely discriminatory. Mm-hmm. It's definitely... Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? It's yeah. definitely discriminatory. But... I mean, what can you do? Right. What can you do? Except eat a beignet or like donuts like Ariana Grande and her can new we boyfriend. Not? Can we not? I forgot <laughs> to talk about that this week. She, Sharon Osbourne pissed me off. This is just a little side note. She's on the, a on child. The she's not a child. No, okay, Sharon. She's not, how old is she? 22? I don't 23? know. But I went off on Sharon on Twitter because she's not a child. You added her? No, I didn't. I did. Oh. Everybody, everybody talks. That's the, me, bitch. That's their, uh, what's his face? Their hashtag for the CBS The Talk. is hashtag okay. everybody talks. And I kind of went off on her because it's like, no. If this were Kiki Palmer licking donuts, you wouldn't be going hard in the paint talking about this as a child. Ariana Grande mm-hmm. knows. Uh, she knows. She's what's, an adult. Exactly. She's, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I know she's she in her knows, 20s. And I think she played, she you right know, the wrong. role. Right. I mean, she played her little role on Nickelodeon. If you were making jokes about her and um, Big Sean, like, oh, babysitting. But, like, she's a grown-ass woman. And even if she were not, even if she were 12, she knows right from wrong. You know you don't step into a public place and lick donuts that are designed for public consumption. And think that it's funny. It would be a little different, but at twelve, you still know right from wrong. Mm -hmm. You know that's not what you do. But I'd expect that type of disgusting behavior from a twelve-year-old. Right? No, she's an adult. This is different. If it's a twelve-year-old or someone who's a child, like I don't think you still know right from wrong. You still know right from wrong, but like you're you're going to be rebellious. If it's blue ivy licking the donuts, I'm going to be like, okay. Blue ivy's not seven. I'm just saying, (laughs) blue ivy is a child. Ariana is not. And I just didn't appreciate that. I, I don't know. Sharon Osbourne makes my ass itch sometimes. So. Oh Lord, is there a hair? No, the, the, you now. Well, I, I would say you know, but you don't know. I don't. But Shar is a smooth, okay, smooth. on all accounts. He's smoother than a baby's bottom. On all accounts. Mm-hmm. But Sharon just she really really pissed me off with that because she was really trying to go off. This is a child. This is a child. I need to watch okay, that video because. <laughs> I'll she, send it to you. I'll tweet please it to do. you. Tweet it to me. Instagram it. Smoke signal it. Whatever. Um, so, in closing out, um, I tagged you in this on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I saw a post um, from... Actually, I met this guy. He's a really talented um, artist. He does, like, chalk art. 
and he was like um, sidewalk chop. No, no, no. So I met him. No, not hopscotch. Um, he was in K24. He worked there, and mm. he did this huge like chalk mural. Oh yeah, because they got the big ass chalk. Yeah, that's one of so my favorite. He was in there, and I was like, "This is really good." Um, so we were just like conversing. You know, I talked to everybody, and um, I got his Instagram, started following him. And he's he's actually he's dope. Um, as an artist, he's very vocal with his opinions. Mm-hmm. He's come on my page a couple times and said a couple things that he may have disagreed with me with. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever the case may be. You know, I open conversation, whatever, let's talk about it. Or let's talk about it, then let, let something go, you know, swept away. Right. Um, but he put up a post, and the caption said, if you found someone who was feminine, that was everything that you wanted in a man, would you date them? Mm-hmm. And I stated my opinion. My opinion was, you know... I've dated people who had shorts of crystal bangles to people who you would assume were straight in the streets. Mm-hmm. Like, my preference is kind of large. Mm-hmm. Um, when it which comes is to rare for a gay man. Which is rare for a gay man. Especially but I, a black gay right, man. Right. <laughs> I mean, I feel off the energy. Um, I've A lot of people that I, you know have had the best relationship with are people I haven't like oh let's go on a date and let's mm-hmm. what's your favorite color mm-hmm. like how many siblings do you have like, I don't give two shits um but a lot of the people that I have had you know even friendships after the date um sorry after we ended are mm-hmm. people that started organically like we met through a friend or we just met at a party or you know it wasn't something that initially was set up to be romantic mm-hmm. um so that's kind of how I go, but he was very adamant, like, you know, well, if everyone, if everyone has their type, then da 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 and I think he was kind of hurt um, by the fact that he's a good guy. He Is he has, feminine? He's feminine. He wears heels. Um, I mean, when I met him, I didn't get that vibe, but then so I went So gender on. non-conforming on top of being feminine. Yeah. That would be considered gender non-conforming, a man in heels. Yeah, I mean, he, he wears heels. And I didn't know this because I met him at work. Um, but after I went on his Instagram page, I was like, oh, this man got a ponytail. Um, mm, well, but, I mean, hey, boo, right. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know. I thought that it was an interesting topic. And the thing is, is that... How do I explain this? Um, I think a lot of times people especially with sexual preferences add how you're supposed to act a bottom is supposed to be yes. flamboyant a bottom yes. is supposed to be um prissy clean da, 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 da. tops are supposed tops to be hyper masculine like mm-hmm. up, right and you know i've met people who are tops who or bottoms who are thug as hell mm-hmm. and that's just what they like so what why does your sexual pre- and like when i'm not really aware when being a bottom became like a bad thing. That's it, interesting that you say that. I I I've been out of the loop. Like, I'm not a bottom. Right. Ew. Like okay. I do have a just to piggyback off of the point you just made. Mm-hmm. One of my friends was uh, talking to this guy, and somehow they were like, the guy wanted to see my friend's handwriting. So my friend what? ended up sending a picture of the handwriting, and he was like. Oh my God, you write like a bottom. I thought that was so funny. 
Because these are these are adults. Yeah. So I'm like, to me, that's an elementary like analysis. I felt like I was back in high school, 16, 17 years old. You write, what is a bottom write like? Right. What is a top? Does it is a top sloppy and aggressive like a doctor's prescription? Mm-hmm. Is a bottom neat and in order like? Right. That was just to piggyback off of what you said. No, like, no, no. Characteristics that's... that go into what you know a right. top and what a bottom is. And yeah, I just think it's 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 kind of wild, and I. You know, I just be like, you're a bottom, the way, yeah, like, I'm a little feminine, I'm a little flamboyant, I use my hands when I speak, then necessarily, I'm not going to go into my sex life. Uh, by the way, I'm celibate, yay. Um, but, you know, it's, I don't know, I just think it's weird that people are like, you're a bottom, blah, blah, blah. and I, also, the fact that there's such a negative connotation associated with that. I, you know, I don't... I, yeah, I you say you're out of the loop. About I was about to say, thing. being being the woman <laughs> right. that I am, I wouldn't know. But going back to your initial point, um, I if I met a man, my ideal man, and he had everything lined up and he was feminine, for one, like I said, with me being a woman, mm-hmm. it would have to depend... I would... Like, what's the measure of femininity? Like, is he wearing heels? Because that would be a problem for me. Like, how does he express that femininity? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Is it like if there's a spider in the house, we're both screaming and no one's going to kill it? Ah, type thing. Mm-hmm. Or is he, like, trying to get manicures with me? And I'm not talking about, like, the clear top coat. I'm talking about I'm getting yellow and he's getting pink type thing. I don't know. So it, it would depend okay, on nice. that. And... I can't say that that would necessarily be a deal breaker, but it would definitely take some getting used to. And I'm only speaking from the standpoint of if this were my ideal, like if he had all of his I's dotted and all of his T's crossed and all of my quote unquote requirements and he had a feminine twist, I think that I would be able to look past it. But in Mm -hmm. general, personally, no, because I am Mm -hmm. feminine enough for me and your mama and your cousin and your auntie. I am attracted, I gravitate towards masculinity. That's just the girl that I am. I like, mm-hmm. I like, you know. He doesn't have to be hyper-masculine because that treads over into dangerous territory of being pretentious and an asshole. Mm-hmm. But I do like a masculine man. I do like a man that's not, you know, that can go in the bathroom and be in and out in 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. I spend about 45 minutes to an hour in the bathroom on a... That's a bad day because I can get in like thirty minutes. But I'm just saying, like there's just certain there's <laughs> that certain takes me two seconds to get ready. There's certain quote unquote gender roles and things like that that I do subscribe to, mm-hmm. and so it's just like I would want my man, you know, to be masculine. If he's masculine and knows how to cook, then mm. we can probably work. I mean, I know how to cook, but you know, sometimes it's nice to give me some. <laughs> Some salmon, some asparagus. Yeah, maybe some brown rice. Mm-hmm. It's a little butter. Yeah, some you know. Sage. But I, I'm just, just to answer your question, I'm attracted Pizza. to masculinity. Mm-hmm. But you said that you, you have a wide spectrum. Right? I mean, I definitely feel off of energy. Like, I don't. People ask me what my type is. I don't really have an answer. People I have dated have been majority black. Mm-hmm. Um. I tried dating white. The man looked at me and said, you're not black. I remember you telling me about that. Yeah. He basically, he's like, I have a degree in genealogy. And look at you, your light skin, your complexion, you look at your eyebrows. I'm like, okay, well, clearly I have different, like, I identify as black. That's the way I was raised. And you are a black Who are you to tell me what I am? You don't get to Also, I don't give a fuck or don't even know know your last name. You know that comes with white privilege. 
they think they can tell you that, that that's my only yeah, my only thing with dating outside my race and this is a little off topic but my mm-hmm. only thing with dating outside my race I'm all for it mm-hmm. I am all for it I, I mean you said the my Armenian love, my love does not discriminate okay mm-hmm. however you gotta be woke and when I say woke if I'm dating you as a white man you have to know that black lives matter and you have to know why black lives matter because mm-hmm. what we're not about to do is have some type of social injustice go on mm-hmm. in real time and I can't talk to my man about it because start. he's like oh well he was a thug and see then we, we you know it's, it's not gonna work yeah. so there's a lot of cultural differences that come with dating yeah, outside and of I say race. nigga too much and there'll just be an issue there's a lot of cultural differences mm-hmm. and so I think that you know and I, I gotta watch you know being fetishized because you know as a black woman you're already a, for, to a lot of races you're mm-hmm. fetishized like they don't want anything to do with you other than you know ass, hips, thighs you mm-hmm. know black women are known for being a little bodacious Voluptuous. and then you couple trans with that and then it's just like you know so you gotta for me I have to watch that I'm dating for the right reasons cause I'm not here you know to be your your, you know, your little novelty, your little right. sexual novelty. No, I mean, for sure. Like, when I was dating another white guy, too, in New York, and, I mean, I think my issue was, one, he was older, mm-hmm. two, he was white, and I was definitely... Was he masculine? Yeah. I was definitely, like, a product, mm-hmm. if you will. Yeah. And on top of the fact that he was older, he was always just trying to, like, make sure I was okay. I'm like, I am fine. I promise you. I am Get A-okay. off of my phone. Get out of my shower. Oh, this no. is my me time. Like, don't mm-hmm. ask me if I need no damn deodorant or cologne or just... Separate bedrooms. Separate master bedrooms. I don't know bedrooms. about separate master bedrooms. Like, you can have a room that you want to decorate yourself. If you want to make a Beyonce room, that's fine. So you, you wouldn't move into a house with your significant other with two master bedrooms? No. Well, you and I, we can ad- agree to disagree. No, I will not have two master bedrooms. We we are together. Like that's like telling someone to sleep on the couch. I I believe in rooms. Like you could have I mean, you could you could have your over. room, and you could you know do whatever you want with it. This is your room. This is your space. This, this is, is me speaking right now in this moment. Mm-hmm. My issues would be with decorating. My issues would be with. You know, different, like, people like different things. Tangerine versus lime green. Like. You know, and then what if the bathroom is in the master bedroom? I don't want to, you know, it's just, it's a lot. It's, it's a cohabitating. Lot. Like, why is that difficult? In a perfect world, it would be two master bedrooms, and then we come together in the middle at a, with a nice What's bathroom. What's in the middle of the bathroom? The nice bathroom with a his and hers sink. I would love that. That would be ideal. For right now. And you're now, sleeping by yourself every single night. Yeah, but I mean, you can come over. Come on, this is you're in the same house. I know this. This is just me right now. This is I'm. I'm not making any apologies for it. That's just how. So I, in five minutes, we'll ask you the same question. We'll let's see where that goes. No, there's no way I'm having two separate bedrooms. Like, I'm not necessarily a cuddler, but like, I am I, not a cuddler. It is always too hot for that. <laughs> I mean, I, get a damn fan. I can cuddle. I I can cuddle. You know, for the gentleman listening, you know, I can cuddle, but I'm just not necessarily a fan of it like spooning and all that like i don't know i'm just i don't know i'm weird i'm a capricorn i, I don't know if that has any, are you january or december i'm january i'm oh i'm a cuss i'm january 20th so i'm capricorn oh well you don't really count then 
I'm a true full-blooded that Capricorn. Was, um, I feel like I just got shaded by the bakery. <laughs> you don't matter. No, you matter. But I'm a, I'm telling you, I'm full-blooded, true blue Capricorn. And mm. I don't know if that... I know that a lot of Capricorn women are kind of like me in that mm-hmm. manner, so... Well, I'm true blue Jace, so I don't... So... Regardless of when I was born or time or whatever the case may now be. Now I feel like you shaded me. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm true blue Char. That's fine. Char With says, my two and Char said so. I, I, and I said what I said. And I said what I said. <laughs> Nene leaks. Drop them beats. Um, so, anyways, um, we're gonna wrap this up. Um, thank you so much. This is fun, and we're gonna be doing this every two weeks. Um, coming to you, just sharing our opinions on certain topics. If you have anything, um, tweet me, tweet Char. My Instagram is at Jace Baron. My Twitter is at Jace Baron. Everything I do is at Jace Barron, so it is not hard to find me. My email is info at jacebarron.com, so it is not difficult. So email me, reach out to me, I'm very open. Um, Shari could... It's the same with me, mine is mm-hmm. Shar says, so Shar with an S, not a C. S-H-A-R-S-A-Y-S-S-O. Char says so, and that is on my Twitter. That is the same with Jace. You can reach me at Char says so. Everything. If you want to write me, go to Char says so dot com and go to the contact box, and that's a direct line to me. But I'm really good on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. So yeah, cool. Well, that's, that's my fun. contact. Well, thank you, and we'll be back in two weeks to give you some more bullshit. Great. Have a great day. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>